0: Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged.
1: Certainly 100% unintimidated. That is not what we do. You You can't intimidate us if you wanted to, ladies and gents. We are here. It is America Unplugged. Yet another week. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for coming by and saying what's up and chilling with us every Saturday, 12 p.m. Eastern. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, and I am here with the usual suspects, ladies and gents, my dude, the wise wolf himself, Mr. Tony Arterburn. What's up, buddy? How you doing?
0: Great to be here, Billy. Uh, You know, now they have genetically modified mosquitoes that can vaccinate you. So I'm rooting for the bats, but I also, (laughs) uh, I remember the bats carry the virus, uh, coronavirus and other things. So now I I don't know what to do. I'm caught. I'm
1: rooting for the bats. I always liked (laughs) Batman. He was my favorite, my favorite superhero. Listen, I'm I'm convinced we got some of these genetically modified mosquitoes in here in the South Bronx running around in my apartment. Screw you genetically modified mosquitoes. Stay away from me and stay away from my blood. Okay. Um, But this is a real thing. We'll talk about it a little more as we move forward with the show and the legendary Don Jeffries is joining us today. What's up, Don? Say what's up to the people. I think you're muted, Don. Oh, It was one of those mosquitoes that did it. Oh, yeah. Hold on a second. There you go.
0: You're good, Don. Go ahead.
2: I see what I did somebody must have muted me okay now it's okay yeah i know I'm, I'm happy to be with you guys on the uh i don't know how many times we've been on the eve of the precipice of world war three so <laughs> let's hope it's another head fake but uh i don't know <laughs> peace peace <laughs> for those who don't remember this used to be something that uh, we did a long time ago all the time uh, and, uh, <clears throat> peace used to be a good thing i know it's out of or now but
1: uh, <laughs> or done or okay it could have been a symbol given to Winston Churchill by that's Alistair true. Crowley. Okay. That's, well, that's, that's well, what that's, I said in my book. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's, that's right. It's
0: an 11. That's true. It's an 11. Well, it's v,
2: <laughs> v for victory and all that, but uh, I don't know. We, I, I, I mean peace when I use it. You know, you got to watch right, what you right, do with right. your hands. Otherwise, people right. analyze it. Oh, God, he's a 33rd degree Mason. <laughs> holding his fingers down. So. <laughs>
1: i'm i'm better i'm just congested so i i'm still coughing up a lung and, and that whole deal but i feel a lot better anyway so uh yeah world war three is around the corner genetically modified mosquitoes we got the bats at war with the mosquitoes we got potential uh, uh reptilians running around and we have the metaverse we're gonna we're gonna kick off with the metaverse because you know uh, we're, we're not the type of guys that said uh, we told you so, but you know what? We're going to take credit for this one, man. We told you so. We, we, we've been talking about this since day one and and, and uh, talking about how people are going to raise families, raise their families in the metaverse. And, and And I don't mean, you know, everybody gets around and puts on the glasses. I mean, literal in the metaverse characters that do not exist outside of the metaverse. People are going to be raising families there. And these kids are going to be their uh, end all, be all. What they want, what they live for, just just what we like, like what we do here, and what we think is the real world, you know. But uh, the metaverse is uh, certainly the fake world. We know this because we've created it, and um, people are going to be raising families there. And now there is uh, like, Tony just just threw it up on um, on the screen, but also uh, I think it was a, a, a you know one of these. PhDs that speculates. Oh well, I think uh, I think people are going to be uh, raising their families in the metaverse. No shit, no shit. It, 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 it took a PhD to figure that out. What's up, Tone? What do you think? They're going. They're, they're saying that this is a means of population control. That uh, people will opt to have virtual families rather than real ones, and I believe it. Go ahead, Tone.
0: Well, that's an open question. If you have, uh, you know, your late night shift guy who uh, spills his coffee on the server and it goes out, did that murder your family? Uh, <laughs> if he trips, trips over the court, are you going to call 911? <laughs> um, I think certainly they want to head this way. They want to go uh, to where everything's virtual. You'll own nothing. You'll be happy. And that means you'll have no, nothing. I mean, literally, you can put on your VR headset. My um, skepticism, to this and i know that they are rushing towards it as fast as they can but there's a gauntlet of other things that they have to get through in order to get to this world anyway the great reset is not a smooth road uh you know patrick wood talks about the hard road to world order uh for the technocracy it's a very hard road um you know right now you've got um I mean Don talked about World War three are always on the brink of World War Three every time we do this show now, and it's true. <laughs> uh, and I mean, they have to pass through that gauntlet. I mean, you've got war- the geopolitics are melting down. Um, you know, all across the world, we got tensions, economic uncertainty. I, this this headline says Metaverse uh, children to replace Real Kids by 2050 and help with overpopulation. Well, I don't know if that's going to help. I mean, I don't know what kind of population they're going to have. If you have these, you know, the current crop of leadership, I don't know if they can get us to the future. So I'm, I, again, I agree that this is something that they want to push and that's just the disconnection of other people. That's really where we're human beings shine. When we are work together and we build things, uh, that's our purpose. Um, but you take this and you say, no, no, that's, it's, can't have children. You need to get into the metaverse. You can take care of, uh, your robot Billy or whatever you know so. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen
1: you don't think it's gonna happen well that's um that's optimistic i'm i, I like that um i i do i i think it's gonna happen one hundred and 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 the reason why I think it's gonna happen is because I used to be with you and, and I thought it would never happen because there's no replacement for sex right um having sex with a- with a with a woman right in, in or whatever you like. In, in 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 the real world is fantastic. It's one of the greatest things ever. But they've been able to to uh or or they claim to have been able to uh, replicate this, you know. Um or or at least they're going to in the future. And uh, th- there are tons of people now that are afraid to talk to women. They don't know how to uh, uh be social, you know. And uh, this is an easy way to do it. They'll go on the metaverse and it'll feel like they're actually having sex with a beautiful, beautiful woman that they've never that they would have never been able to get otherwise. And um, they're going to become emotionally invested and they're going to have children because there's some type of conception in the, meta- in the, in the metaverse. It's going to be fucking amazing. And uh, <clears throat> and this is going to be their purpose because they can't achieve it here. So they're going to love it there. That's what I think. I could be wrong. I hope Tony is right. Don, what's up?
0: Well, I don't know.
2: I, I wouldn't put anything past these people. But I, I remember this didn't work out very well on an episode of The Munsters. I remember when Grandpa Munster tried to uh, uh, build a little robot playmate for Eddie, and it boy, it just... <laughs> Yeah, the, the fur flew for half an hour. So uh, I don't know if that's, and again, you know, robot kid, that's basically the same kind of thing. There are advantages. I mean, there's, you know, you wouldn't have to change diapers, I don't think. Uh, I guess you'd turn them off if they're bad or something, but, and that may appeal to some people. Uh, but I, I don't know if this is really going to happen, but Billy brings up a point about sex. And, uh, you know, I used to think that uh, maybe we might morph into a future like uh, Aldous Huckley. Huxley mm. predicted in Brave New World, where right. every, there were loose relationships, constant sex and no long term relationships. They discouraged marriage and everything. That's still a possibility. But uh, I think we're more trending towards what Orwell talked about in 1984 as so everything else in 1984, too. Remember, they had the they don't talk about the anti-sex league. Remember the women that wore the sash of the anti-sex league in 1984? They were discouraging sex. Uh, now, he didn't specify it was because of procreation or whatever. And I think that's what you're seeing now. You mentioned the millions of incels, and there are millions of them. I've been on a few of their shows, you know, men going their own way or whatever. And uh, it's 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 a real thing out there. And with this virtual world, which the metaverse, you know, the culmination of it, I guess, would be meta kids. But uh, they can enjoy any kind of sexual fantasy they want. It's not the same, obviously as being with a, a person, but, uh, if you've never known that feeling and these guys haven't known that feeling, maybe it feels good enough to them. And it's really not worth the bother the expense. Cause you know, a lot of them, we'll talk about that later, about living paycheck to paycheck. A lot of these, I am pretty sure there's a pretty direct correlation between uh, paycheck and uh incel status, you know, so I, I'm, I'm guessing that a lot of these incels can't afford, you know, to, 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 uh, squire a, a young lady around now, especially at the cost of everything. So we're already kind of trending in that direction. So we may end up, and again, then you throw the transgender stuff in, which fits right in it. Because that's, you know, let's say you're, I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to be like a 13, 14 year old boy today uh, that, you know, it's all, the only all, the only thing on your mind nonstop is sex, you know, and and, and you're just, obviously you're not, you're not, you're not going to be getting it Typically, but you're thinking about it all the time. So you're looking at all the girls your age and, you know, you might might be interested in some pretty little girl. And then, you know, the next week she declares that she's, uh, you know, she's going in for transgender surgery and her new pronouns are they and them. I mean, that's got to mess with somebody's mind, you know, at some point, you know, that God, every time I go you know, I look into a girl, she changes her pronouns. So, uh, again, this is it's a horrible atmosphere to be bringing people into and expect any kind of sex and again there it, it was the headline of that talked about for uh uh popula- overpopulation and that's a the thing they're stressing that constantly overpopulation so this is it you know you can and uh, John Blassingame in the uh in the uh, uh, YouTube chat over here talked about uh dogs and cats and I've talked about that many times how already especially for so many women dogs and cats have supplanted that maternal instinct and so they treat the animals like kids so it's an easy step from there to treat your meadow because you don't have any of the mess none of the fun unless they you know you've seen some sci-fi movies and they decide to take over the house or something which they could easily stage a coup (laughs) like uh, so uh but i i I don't know if it's going to happen or not but it's just more it's just nonstop news like this. There's never anything hopeful. And I, I wish I could offer people some hopeful news, but this is what you get. If you check out the mainstream media, this is the kind of stuff we're we're up against. It's just one science fiction, you know, uh, possibility after another that are none of them really good.
1: I saw a billboard. No bullshit. Um, I saw something on Instagram, so I don't know if it's, if it's right or wrong or real or fake, but, um, uh, that PETA was encouraging women not to have sex with men that ate meat, you know. Um, <laughs> yes. So it just brought it back from something you said. I don't know. This could be complete nonsense because I didn't vet it. I didn't. I just looked at the headline, laughed, and kept on moving. But but uh, but damn, like I mean, there is an element of that, right? And and now, I think it's the biggest disconnect ever between men and women. Like it's completely like yes. It's so hard for people to to come to terms. It's because, in my opinion, the uh, the there, there's a feminine energy and there's a masculine energy, right? The negative and the positive. It's like a battery, right? Like batteries to 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 fuel uh, a ma- a machine, right? And and you put them in and you put them in uh, in, in different directions so they could spark it and move, right? So each, each uh, um the negative and the positive play a role, right? They they play an equal role. But what it is, is that the negative energy of, of, of the women is being turned into a positive energy of, of men and vice versa, the same thing. So we're clashing because we're both in each other's energy instead of complementing each other. And that's why, you know, relationships are so hard. That's why there are so many people not having kids. Uh, that's why there are so many men that don't um, know how to talk to women and are afraid of them you know um it, it, this is what's going on you know um so i think the metaverse provides an alternative you know it pro- <laughs> it's the alternative <laughs> to the alternative the metaverse ladies and gentlemen yeah. Yeah. stealing our freaking go ahead and steal that so we can sue you guys and become millionaires I, i'd love it anyway right um but still like i'm um, i am afraid i hope you guys are right i hope it doesn't happen i don't think there's a replacement for it but things are looking very very weird very uh I don't. I don't know what to say anymore. What's going on? And and I think the metaverse is going to provide an escape for so many people, so many people. And you mentioned living paycheck to paycheck, and I want to get into that, right? So, how does this? And this is all hypothetical, guys. I'm just it's just me thinking in my brain, right? So so what's going on, right? People are living paycheck to paycheck. Eventually, people you know are not going to be able to make ends meet. You know, um, and so what do we do with that? Uh, that's where the universal basic income comes in. And it sounds like a really good thing, but we know it's not right. We know this is not going to work out on, the, you know, on our behalf at all. But this universal basic income will allow people to stay at home. And be on the metaverse 24-7. Yeah. I was listening to something. Yes, I don't know if it was your show, Don. I, 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 it might have been your show, but I, I was listening to something that talked about COVID and uh, how, how many people were able to stay home and, and no, it wasn't your show. Uh, it was uh, an interview. I was listening with somebody, somebody else. How so, so many people were able to stay home and just dig and research and go down rabbit holes mm-hmm. because they had nothing but time, you know, or do a, a bunch of other things. So th- this is what's going to happen when the universal basic income kicks in. And I think people are going to resort to uh, the metaverse, and then like Obama phones, whatever administration is is out there, they're gonna give out um, metaverse uh, equipment for people, so they can find jobs in the metaverse. Here, we're doing this for you. I, I I see this happening later on. I don't know how we stop it. Anyway, people more and more are living paycheck to paycheck. It doesn't take a genius to figure that out either, right? If things are bad inflation is crazy now everybody knows the term inflation and may know something about it right what is going on here tony paycheck to paycheck people are struggling and i think paycheck to paycheck is 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 an understatement man i think people are behind you know so like paycheck to paycheck implies that oh you get paid you have to wait for the next paycheck to do i think people are behind a lot and 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 are always playing catch up go ahead tony
0: that's it's built into the system by design. Uh You go back to 1971. I talk about this all the time. Richard Nixon takes us off the gold standard. Uh The dollar was pegged to gold at that time from 1944 to 1971, $35 an ounce for gold. That's what it was. He took us off the gold standard in 1979. Gold was $600 an ounce. People say, wow, look how much gold went up. It didn't. The dollar lost purchasing power right? That's why we, that's why the founding fathers put us on a bimetallic system. You could save money. You didn't have to constantly catch up. That's back in the seventies. And Don knows this. He wrote survival of the richest. There wasn't 401ks. There weren't IRAs. There weren't all these investment commercials. Not everybody had stocks. You bought a home. That was the American dream. You saved. You usually had one breadwinner. That's because you had a currency that at least at the time was supposed to be as good as gold and people don't understand. That's what we don't teach you this in school. They teach you, um, you know, save, save, save dollars, right. Put it, put them in the bank, pay off debt, you know, go, go get a, uh, a degree and, uh, pay off your mortgage. Well, that doesn't work anymore. People can't get ahead in that system because you're constantly chasing something that loses value. It's not talked about in the mainstream. They want to tell you about all of the different products that you can try to buy to, to help, stave off the fact that everything you earn devalues the next day. It, that's what, that's what we're doing every day when we go up and, and get up and chase the green pieces of paper. So living paycheck to paycheck is just a new norm. Yeah. And look yeah. at what happened in 2020. You had essential and non-essential people, right? <laughs> right. This is what the, they started dividing us along those lines. The greatest transfer of wealth in human history just occurred. The sec, the second one, I, the one I always talked about and Don knows this too, was the free trade agreements. That's when we really just started gutting out the wealth of the sure. United States. That's I mean, uh, look at the um, the trade deficits. We run trillions in trade. Where did that money go? It goes to foreign foreign nationals and multinational mm-hmm. corporations. So we lost this, the heart and soul of the United States by pawning it off through these free trade agreements. That was the, uh, up until COVID-1984, that was the greatest transfer of wealth. And now it's the transfer of wealth from the middle class and earners to the, to the multinational billionaire class. And it is interesting that you see so many people now starting to catch on to this. And, um, you know, it's funny because you hear, um, people talk about the 87,000 or 87,000 IRS agents, right? Mm. Those aren't designed to go after rich people. That's another Mm -hmm. phase in the war to target the middle class. To, to continue that wealth redistribution and it's right. wealth redistribution from the middle to the top. That's why you're living That's paycheck to right. paycheck. It makes
1: sense to me. What's up, Don? You, you, you wrote a whole book about this. You're an expert on this, man. What's up?
2: Well, yeah, people have been, you know, <clears throat> Survival of the Richest the, was published in 2017. I think originally we did paperback with a forward by Naomi Wolf it was 2019, I think maybe 2020, but um, the, the statistics have changed. I'm sure, but I'm sure they haven't gotten better. I, I would like to try to figure out how much worse they've gotten. You <laughs> mentioned the forced lockdown when you have all those people that were, and again, the people that were forced out, I, they're typically they probably weren't vice presidents in charge of looking out the window who already had a big stock, por- stock portfolio. It exemplifies what I call the other side of America and, and the other half of America. And it is half. It's at least half. It's the bottom 50% that has nothing. You listen to, you know, when I'm driving around, I I, I hate, radio but uh, you know they'll there's this one station that's usually conservative talk radio and on the on the weekends it has investment advice and they're, again they're talking to a, that top 20 you know, percent not the top top tier for the twenty percent works for that absolute one you know the the one per, what we know is the one percent but the 20 percent manages the mess for them and they do very well and so the commercials for them so I wonder how many of their listeners because they're, they're giving advice on you have to have at least five hundred thousand dollars to invest with them. Again, how many American families have $500,000? There, there are people that probably don't make $500,000 working an entire lifetime in America. And people, I wish people, but people in America especially have no empathy and they don't understand that other side. They just see people, they they think everybody, I, I was in a, with somebody's, uh, one of the few real life friends i still see i have lunch with them once a month or something they're all right wingers you know so i don't talk survival the rich stuff around them but uh, i say yeah the left is horrible yeah transgenders and everything and we can all agree on that but i heard him say like you know all these people begging at lights and everything and uh, i see hope wanted signs everywhere i don't even go in discussions with them because i can tell you and i don't know if jacob's out there listening uh jacob errington's uh one of my friends who uh um, keeps me abreast of these things because he's he's always going on the job hunting ventures and everything. And and my son has uh, told me a few things too, that they lie. They absolutely lie. They'll tell you, we're going to give you a bonus to sign on. We're going to pay you whatever, $17 an hour or something. You get there and it's just not the case. There's always a string attached and they don't do it. So these myths they have, and there's like those people saying, oh, you can get a job and why are they... And I... And I I kind of judge as I'm driving by the lights, and I I try to keep some dollar bills in my wallet to give to them. But I'm very kind of picky about it. I usually give them out when the weather's really bad, because I figure anybody that's out at a light, if it's really cold or it's raining or whatever, they must need the money. I mean, they're out, you know. You know, why would you do that if you're? I wouldn't do it, you know, for a few bucks. So I try to keep that in mind. And yeah, probably a bunch of them are fake. Maybe they're, maybe they're doing this. It's a way to make money, but you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I know how bad it is for that half of the country having written a book about it. And uh I wish people, but I, Americans, again, this is, and this is something I don't talk about too much and survival of the riches is not sold as well as my hidden history books, because uh people, even the people that it's written for, even those people you're talking about, they're living to paycheck to paycheck. When you talk to them, they don't They don't want like a, any kind of redistribution of wealth because they somehow think you're going to take it from them. And I, as I've told, I, I've never known anybody in my life that in a Huey Long re, re, uh, redistribution plan, and I have millionaires in my family, but none of them are wealthy enough to where their money would be what people would come after. It's that top, top, top tier. It's the Federal Reserve being audited. It's the offshore accounts that we don't even know that are untaxed. Uh, it's the the Bill Gates Foundation, the Clinton Foundation, the Rockefeller Foundation. These foundations are all on audit. Nobody knows how much money is in them. That's If Huey Long was around today, that's where he'd start. He'd go after that right away. And as I've mentioned before, this is not socialism. It's not communism. It is what it is. Uh, I In my updated uh, postscript to uh, the paperback edition of Survival of the Richest, I found a stat, I think it was from the Brookings Institution, but they they found the known money, the known wealth in the United States. And again, that doesn't include what's in the foundations, what's offshore, the hidden money would come if you divided it up equally between every man, woman, and child, it would come to $343,000 each for every man, woman, and child. That's a lot of wealth. Now, I'm not suggesting we do that. But it shows you how unfairly it's being distributed, because if we had that much money or if you divide it up equally, everybody gets every man, woman and child. So every house if you have kids you are instant millionaires. Right. So uh, but in, in that kind of atmosphere, that kind of a, a economy that we have with the money there, how do we have people living in tents? How do we have people living on streets and yeah. crapping in the streets? How do we have people getting evicted or people not taking them in? That's what we ought to consider. It's inexcusable. And uh, there we have to have there has to be a better way to distribute it than, than what we're doing right now, where it's all going. As Tony mentioned, it is a, a, especially with the lockdown. Ron Paul, I believe, called it that the greatest transfer of wealth in the history of the world from the middle class to the elite.
1: No, absolutely. And you know what gets me? I've been. I, you know, there's there's a lot of a, a lot of talking points surrounding this issue. And one of the ones that I hear the most is, well, you know, uh, these people, the elites, you know, they create jobs, you know? <laughs> job creators, yeah. And it, it always pissed me off. You know, it, it, I'm like, well, what are you talking about? They were like, well, you know, you wouldn't be working if it wasn't for these people. I'm like, well, what kind of jobs are they creating? How much are they paying me? And then they're like, well, the value of of, uh, of the job is different, these are high thinking jobs that they have, you know, they have to think, they have to strategize, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's, it's all nonsense. I've been in corporate America for a long, long time. And a lot of these people are putts. They, they, they make millions and millions and millions of dollars. Excuse, excuse
2: me, Bill, Billy, excuse me. You know, you know what we used to say back in the seventies and eighties, you What's might that? be too young to remember it. That was their excuse. We heard all the time is they pay me for, they don't pay me for what I do. They pay me for what I know. That was their excuse back then. So that's because right. we would see they weren't doing anything. Right. I mean, any any blue collar worker that has seen these people, I call them vice presidents in charge of looking out the window. <laughs> they don't, if, if you got rid of any corporate, any big corporation, if you got rid of the housekeeping crew for for one month versus if you got rid of the all the executives for one month, who do you think you would notice was gone first?
1: Right. Right. Right.
2: OK, so that, that the, we ought to really recognize that there is value in that physical labor. And it really pisses me off when people say, oh, anybody can flip a bird. Anybody can be a vice president of a company. All you do is nod your head and say, right, JR, that's right. Great idea. Right. And then collect your six figure Christmas bonus. Who couldn't do that? Right. But, you know, they, they try to demean uh, physical labor and physical labor is what, what keeps this engine going. And they just don't pay people much to do
1: it. Right. No, I, I I agree 100. And that's what, uh, irks me the most about it. It's like, well, these people are creating whatever. And, And listen, man, there's another thing, right? That's the other talking point. Like once, once you started getting, you know, we started getting unemployment, that's socialism. You know, that's socialism, you know? And I'm like, yo, come on, man, relax. bro. Yeah. I mean, do, do you really know what socialism even really is, you know, besides that? And, and what are we getting? We need to, we, I've said this many times. I'm gonna say it one more time and then I'm gonna throw it to toe, All right? We, we are the people. We are the ones that are getting screwed out of this. Why are we defending them? exactly why are we defending them I, I don't understand it it doesn't make any sense to me when they give me 600 that's not even a crumb off the table yeah. they don't notice that it's missing they have no idea these people are doing the bare minimum if that for you to make you think that everything is okay and to pacify you and to to have you buy into the system you're buying into this and all we're doing is carrying them on our shoulders, and I'm I'm quite frankly tired of that shit. All right, go ahead, Tom.
0: Yeah, that's a bribe. So you'll shut up. Like here's just enough for you to shut up. And I agree with Don. You know, after reading *Survival of the Richest*, and I'd read about Yui Long many times, um, but he he Don put it in a way where I really understood his policy, and I thought. I'm I'm more a Huey Long than anything else. and of course, on this panel I'm the right wing extremist. I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to happy to fill that role, although I do believe it should be very easy for you to become wealthy in this country. If you want to work and you want to build something that that, that should be a wide open road for you to do that, very little regulation, all the help you can get, but it should be impossible for you to become a monopolist. That's the, that's yeah. the key. That's what Yui Long was talking about. I mean, right I think Don had said if you adjust for inflation, Uh, It would be like uh, you long said no taxes for the first 12 million dollars. that you earn Yes. Yes. I'm like, that's fine. You know, but if you're you know, if you're in the hundreds of millions and the billions of dollars, you start getting into you start becoming a monopolist, then you're going to have a problem. You're going to have your, you know, get broken up, which I'm fine with. You wouldn't have the John D. Rockefellers. You wouldn't have uh, the Bill Gates of the world. Have they done any good with their wealth? (laughs) Zero percent. Right. And then actually they do harm with their wealth, as we've seen every billionaire for whatever reason. I think they get a card in the mail and says, oh, uh, welcome to the depopulation club. You should also. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you might like what we're about to do. So I I agree with 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 Don on that. And, you know, we've got a lot of challenges in this country. You're talking about living paycheck to paycheck. There needs to be an economic reordering of things. Uh, I'm not for socialism obviously I think uh, the Marxists are just tools for the for the uh, ultra rich uh, as I talk about on my show all the time but this needs to be examined uh, it can't we you know history doesn't have any examples of I mean the wisest rulers of all the 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 uh, Greek and and Roman history were the ones that said we've got too much wealth concentration if we don't do something we're going to have an, a, a complete bloody revolution so they had to do some wealth redistribution that's just the way it was and right now we have the highest wealth concentration in the history of mankind i mean it, i read um pastor rodney howard brown's book uh killing the planet that was his follow-up book to killing uncle sam and him and the researcher that he had they estimate that the rothschilds have up to 500 trillion dollars in generational wealth <laughs> Now, I don't know if that's true, but that's what that's the front part of the book. They said this is net. This has not changed because they had you add up all the holding companies and things that they have their controlling interest in. It's like John D. Rockefeller said, he says, you know, own nothing, control everything. It's the trust and in the legal framework for those. That's why you don't see those people showing up on the Forbes 500, because the the people you see there are just figureheads. So we've got a massive amount of wealth concentration and we're all just picking up the crumbs. It's. There has to be there has to be equilibrium, uh, or we get the new world order.
1: And that's what we have. We have the new world order. We're gonna move on to several other topics. The second half of the show. I want to get at the chat real quick before I forget what's going on. Everybody over there. I saw Kenzie in the chat. What's up, Kenzie? Kenzie is threatening to sue us because she owns the alternative to the alternative. <laughs> I'm backing up. By Tony the way, is on only-
0: you. Kenzie's a vice president of everything now. I, right. I made her vice president of marketing, vice president of trade <laughs> solutions.
2: Is she vice president in charge of looking out the window? That's I'm going to right now. Let me get
0: to the list. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and, and to that point, everybody writes in Tony Arderburn for president. And I think Tony would make yeah, an I mean, excellent president. Yeah. He would make a, this country would be completely and totally different. And for the, for, for the better, right? And they said Don should be the secretary of state and Don would make an excellent secretary of state, right? No more war. But they said that I would make a great press secretary and I would, I'd be the best press secretary ever in the history of the United States ratings. Every time I came on television, I know I sound like Donald Trump right now, but it's the truth. That's what would happen, but I could do more than being the press secretary guys. What the hell? What the hell? Hook me up. Give me something else to do. Give me one of the top four. I'll be attorney, the attorney general. attorney general. There you go. I'll be the attorney general. I, I could do what is it? I could be the secretary of defense. I'll end the empire like that. Boom. And Tony would freaking uh, uh approve it. Like,
0: yes, right. go ahead and do what you do. And that's it. But anyway, I'd, I'd be the first president, I think, since Garfield with the beard. <laughs>
2: There you
1: go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. Tony Arterburn for president 2024. Okay. Mr. Barker is in the chat. What's up? How you doing? Uh, what's up to Kenzie? What's up to Wayne McCroy? I saw Wayne McCroy in there. What's going on? Harps is up in here. What's up, buddy? Uh, John149 is up in here. What's going on? Stephanie Green is here. I have two cats. Hello, Stephanie. And I have a dog. I have, I have a Pomsky. He's a pain in my ass. He's the sweetest dog ever, but he's a he's a pain in my ass. Uh, And two cats not by choice. Only the only cat I love is the one I have right here. The other one I I tolerate. Um, Okay, let me see what else we got. Um, uh, Raybo. What's up, Raybo's ghost? How you doing? Good to see you as usual. Uh, Then it's a lot. Stephanie Green is back. Uh, All right. Am I getting this right? Duluth? 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 Hap? Anybody? I need some help i don't know if i'm getting that right well hold on now i can't see anything because my cat's in the way hold on all right <clears throat> um uh john uh, john henry 3777 is in the chat what is going on uh um don who do you have over on youtube uh
2: we got uh we get Chris Buck in here who is bad mouthing boomers up a storm. Chris, come oh. on take, take it easy, man. <laughs> I, mean, I you know, I, I hate my fellow boomers for the most part too, but geez, come on, take it. John Blasting Gaming made some great points about women uh you know treating their dogs and cats like kids, and that is true. Doug Waters is here. Good to see you guys. So these were the people mainly that were uh there were in uh, the and you know, enjoy YouTube while you can, uh, because uh, they'll probably get rid of it again. But right, uh, right. but I want to do just one more just before you move, about when Tony was talking about that is that when we talk about this economy, the uh, in, in the marketplace, if we just had I talk about this all the time what we're doing here now, if this was not a rigged marketplace, if it was a marketplace of ideas where if you do better than the other guy, you're going to get better business then people like us would have much bigger platforms. We had bigger audiences because you can't, I mean, just, you put the people like, I don't don't know, but I don't even know half the people, but uh, the guys on CNN, MSNBC, all all of them, they're all indistinguishable. They're horrible people. Uh, You know, and most of Fox news is the same way too, but you put these guys uh, uh, up against us. Let's say we were ratings competitors. It wouldn't take very long for us to clean the floor with them because we're offering a better product and that's what it's supposed to be. But Never forget that the father of this crony capitalism, John D. Rockefeller, his credo was competition. This time a conservative talk about competition, tell him, well, what are you talking about? John D. Rockefeller, the father of capitalism, said competition is a sin. And and they all act that way. They do not want competition.
1: Right. Of course, com- competition is a sin because you're competing against them. And Christ is in the chat. What is up? An Angry Tiger. What's up, Angry Tiger? Angry Tiger is angry. Uh, the other day yeah. I saw him in the chat. he was angry, angry. yesterday uh, too yeah, yeah
2: yeah
1: I like that. I like it angry, angry tiger be angry. um but yeah no I, I you, you make a lot of a lot of sense there. um the system is rigged at the end of the day. I don't know people people tell me the system is not rigged and all this other stuff I, I think it is uh, I, I don't think it works in the best interest of the people and uh let's talk about that. We are the people ladies and gentlemen, please remember who you are. please remember who you are. don't let them brainwash you into thinking that you are something else, okay? We are all together in this fight. And if we came together, things would change. And to your point, Don, uh, uh, if America Unplugged, and I I say this humbly, it's the truth, though, if America Unplugged have half the exposure of, uh, of Mr. Don Lemon, uh, I, I think we'd wipe the floor or, with or Gut, Gut,
2: Gutfeld and friends. That's a, they claim that we could easily assemble. A panel yeah. And that's that's like the number one thing because people like Stephen Colbert, right. uh, these, these people aren't competition at all. I mean, it would be it's laughable that they would they would they would run from the stage crying because they they can't compete. <laughs> they on the marketplace of ideas, they're just they're Biden talking administration talking points. It might as well have Biden's press secretary up there but uh it's not it's not a, a fair marketplace it's a not a level playing field
1: right beautiful beautiful okay uh tony world war three like don mentioned earlier today every time we come on on the air we get one step closer to world war three apparently and, and we're not we're not backing up you wanted to talk about the pipeline tell us what's up
0: well i'll start by saying i uh, i Angry Tiger is a customer at Wise Wolf, and I've found Angry Tiger to be calm, collected, zen-like. So I don't know if it's just maybe the experience at Wise Wolf is great and calming. I uh, appreciate it. Um, let's talk about that. And and so we get into this territory, and this is where when I start talking about economic downturn, when I start talking about the death of the dollar, I mean, I think about four months ago, I said the dollar was on hospice. I think yesterday I talked about the dollars and it's Indian summer, all these things that, you know, I talk about and predict, I don't want them to be true. So this is like, when we talk about war, uh, we talked about how I think pivotal this was in, in leading up. Tone, to what's the- up? Is that me or you? What's Don, up like? Can you hear
1: me? Yeah, I can hear I can you. Agree, all right. All right. Now i you went you went in and out. I don't know if it was just for me or, or, uh, for everyone I else, heard, but anyway, go ahead. Okay. Okay. okay.
0: Um, when we talk about the, uh, lead up to the invasion of Ukraine, I was stressing that, you know, even at to be the last part of 2021, as you remember, Billy, because I think there's, there's a lot of things happening here. We need to really pay attention to now it's everywhere. And we've given close to, we're going to, I estimate it's going to be like 76 billion. that's going to go to Ukraine from the United States government, uh, not to mention all the weapons systems and things that, so we're totally invested. We're not backing down. There's no commissions for peace, no envoys, no nothing. It's all about continuing the escalation. That, so. That's what bothers me. But then you get the um, the detonation of the Nord Stream pipe, the Nord Stream two pipeline, and that to me symbolizes. And I don't believe it was the Russians that did it. Of course, that's an open question. We don't know, uh, but it was sabotage. It's gone. I mean, you're not going to have restored uh, energy uh, transmission through there, through the through that pipeline anymore. And that means that there's no going back. The bridges have been blown. So I think you're going to continue to see more escalation. I don't want that. I hope that there's, where are you going to, in, in the midterms, are the Republicans running against stopping the war? Absolutely not. They're all on board. Uh, it's a bipartisan thing to, you know, change your profile picture and put up a Ukrainian flag, not even knowing what is happening. You know, I mean, you may sympathize with a larger country invading a smaller country, but that's not what this is. It, it's something completely it's, it's a totally different language that Americans aren't familiar with. It's things have been done in their name. The aggression from NATO and the expansion of NATO on the border of Russia, it's really hard for us to understand because it's not something that the mainstream or we learn in school. This has been a problem for many, many years, since 1992. And it's its coming to a head. It's about the national survival of Russia. And you have to ask yourself, why would you back a nuclear power into a corner unless you wanted a war? I mean, they obviously want something. And the same thing with the, the administration administration. Uh, putting nancy pelosi third in line to the presidency landing her in taiwan when we broke off diplomatic yeah. ties with taiwan in 1979 yeah. in writing by jimmy carter what has changed something changed and they want a two front wards it's, it's, it that's it, it, what it, they want maximum tension um it is clear that 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 is uh on the table so i don't know billy i hope i'm wrong on all this but nordstream um i'd love to get don's take Nord Stream to me seems like an an inside job because in, i'll let don talk about it because we know that they said they were going to do it right go, go ahead don
2: yeah and i i urge people if you I, I i'm pretty much sure everybody that's that's watching this show agree would agree with that but for those of you are <laughs> who actually are doubters and think that putin was behind this just again it's on videotape and uh these people leave records it doesn't matter that they leave records on videotape because they still deny it you know what are you talking about <laughs> Who are you going to believe that? Or, and uh, Joe Biden himself very strongly just said, "Hey, and way back when, when nobody knew what the hell Nord Stream uh, Shre- I didn't know what Nord Stream was." And uh, the reporter asked him, about, "You know what about this Nord Stream two thing?" And he goes, uh, "We'll take care of it. And Just well, Germany runs that. Now, how are you going to do that? He goes, "Don't worry about it. You know, it, it, it'll be taken care of." And then you have uh, uh, I think it's Deborah Newland who is, uh, is Assistant Secretary of State I think she's the same one that she keeps slipping up. You know she's the one that during testimony to Congress admitted that the US uh, had backed all these bioweapons labs in the Ukraine, which we denied for a long time. Well no the American government has admitted that. they'll still claim they don't have them, but you know your official admitted it. She also talked about Nordstrom again months ago about yeah you know we'll, we'll take you know that's something, that'll never work something as, it'll never be operational it'll never work or something we'll, but basically how would she know that? unless they were planning to do something about it. So it's, it's pretty obvious. And I, I shared the meme. I think uh, Tony did too, about the, uh, where they made fun of the, uh, the passport from nine eleven. you know, the falling on the rubble. where somebody <laughs> said, uh, uh, you know, a, a Russian passport discovered, you know, intact in the middle of the, uh, of the, the blown up Nord Stream 2. And it's not, that's not that far-fetched because it's, it's no more ridiculous than the uh, uh, Muhammad Adda or whatever, his passport being discovered amidst the rubble. So uh, but you still have people that believe that Putin blew up his own thing, and I—I I tell you, for Putin, over and over again, this guy. I mean, I think this is all orchestrated. I think it's all theater. So I'm sure he's part of it, but he is playing to me the good guy constantly. He's playing the guy, the voice of restraint, because they keep poking that Russian bear. There it is. Yeah, they keep poking that poking that Russian bear, and you know, people thought, oh, he's going to retaliate when you do this. He hasn't. In fact, he's he's still talking to, 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 to urging. To Zelensky, who's the, the leader of the smaller country that's getting destroyed, but Zelensky refuses to back down. It's like, remember the old Monty Python skit? You remember that from uh, Monty Python A the Hole and Grail, where the uh, the knight gets his arm chopped off, and then he gets his other arm chopped off, and he's still talking trash to the guy. And, they, and then he gets, he ends up with no legs or arms, and he's still talking trash to the guy. I'll kick your ass. Everything. <laughs> that's what Zelensky reminds me of. That he's not. I'm not going to talk peace. I'm not going to do this. And uh, but no one seems to be for peace. Uh, it seems it, in positions of high profile, except one person. Unfortunately, for the cause of peace, those of us who want peace, Donald Trump of all people came out the other day and offered to broker a peace arrangement. And talk, he he said American leaders should remain calm huh? and uh, offered to – So <laughs> uh, unfortunately, for those of us, uh, those of them who are wanting World War Three really badly, that pushed him over the edge because hmm. now they have to be for it if they weren't before. So. uh that's where we're at. But again, we keep hearing about possibilities of World War III. And again, they seem to like these head fakes and to get people like Alex Jones and stuff to make dire predictions. That's why I don't make these predictions. I don't know what they're doing. But uh, so far they haven't. So let's let's hope that cooler heads prevail because when they invented the fail system back in the early 60s, and they had a movie called fail Safe, if you remember that a book called Failsafe uh, and Mutually Assured Destruction, if you remember that from a later period of time, where the idea is if the Russians launched... nuclear missile it would be insane because we would automatically launch one in retaliation and vice versa so everyone seems to have forgotten about that now so when they're you know we're talking about we're going to just go bomb uh putin's nuclear spice. well then he could just bomb washington dc where a lot of these people are and i'm in the suburbs over here too you know so (laughs) i have a little stake here as well uh but people just cavalierly throw this out and zelensky himself just says you know we he or we need to, and he means us that we need to go bomb these nuclear facilities. Or something it's it's so that the, the rhetoric is incredible, and no one on the left. Where's Jackson Brown when you need him? I went to No Nukes concerts back in the day. Where are the No Nukes people? There's nobody. Where are the rock concerts for No Nukes? No, because you know why? All those people apparently are too busy waving their Ukraine flag, so they want nukes. So I guess now instead of No Nukes. It'll be pro nukes rallies. We'll see the Asian rock and roll pies uh,
1: write new songs about it. Non-protest songs. <laughs> pro nukes. And, and this is the sign for pro nukes. Now that the peace sign, we're going to convert it into yes. It. Right. We want nukes. Let's <laughs> do right. that. And and, right. and, and and maybe we'll get somebody on America unplugged to talk about how nukes don't exist. because That's a thing.
0: But, yeah, nukes yes. aren't real.
1: Yes. You know, there's there several people that say that I don't believe it. I think nukes are real, um, but Hey, uh, uh, that, that is the thing, ladies and gents, we, we are, uh, coming to a close today. We're getting up out of here, but, um, thank you for joining us all. Um, Tony, tell them what's up.
0: Well, always, uh, great to be here with you and Don. I love this show. And, uh, you know, we've got, uh, I hope so. we're never going to run show. out of stuff to talk about, ladies and gents. I saw some positive comments, uh, on YouTube and I really appreciate that. And on Rockfin as well. Yes, so we, yes. we appreciate your support. Um, We've got freeworld.fm coming up, which yeah. we're teasing that right now because it's it's still I mean, it's right on the edge of being launched. And we're, we're really happy about that. There's going to be some great content on free world. Right. And um, wise wolf, gold and silver, who sponsors this program, uh, just launched wolfpack.gold mm. membership based program. It's really cool. We just got out the first uh, about 25 packages. Um, Twenty five members were sent their stuff in the last week or so. And, uh, I just think it's going to be a fantastic, but it's monthly membership. You get keyed in on some great deals that come in. It's guaranteed delivery straight to your door. And we've got a lot of problems in the supply chain for actual precious metals right now. You don't hear that in the mainstream. So that's kind of a guaranteed thing. You can get on board with, uh, Wolfpack.gold, put in promo code America unplugged. Damn. That's fantastic. Go take advantage
1: of that. It's an excellent program. Very proud of Tony, man. It's, it's so dope. So go ahead and, and do all of that. Kenzie said she was really look, really good at looking out, out of windows, by the way. So very nice uh, putting her up as the vice president of looking out of windows. And, and let's also remember, I just thought of this before we, we go to Don. Uh, Donald Trump uh, brokering peace deals isn't a thing because the way he does it is, he gives people weapons. He gives uh, uh, countries weapons and governments weapons. And he's like, "Well, if you don't invade, we'll give you freaking I don't know eight hundred tomahawk freaking missiles, and and you get these state of the art, uh, state of the arts jets where you can, you know, uh, uh, blow up whomever you want later on. You just don't do it right now. Make me look good. I'll leave, and then you can blow them up later. Or and and then you know, let's remember uh, calm and 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 peaceful actions of Donald Trump. He he blew up Kazem uh, Soleimani." And um, uh, beyond that, he'd probably uh, kill Alexander Dugan uh, for for kicks. At this point, anyway. So, go ahead, sir. Uh, Donald Jeffrey's the legendary. What's going on? Well, yeah, and you're and
2: you're right, obviously about Trump. But I I, I think again, I said that's why how pathetic we we become when right. Donald Trump is your your uh, your alleged voice of reason and uh, peace and in the mainstream. People like my friend Cindy Sheehan, Gerald Salenti, they're they Occupy Peace. They're they're out there. They just don't get. Any platform to talk about it. They're not going to invite them on, to, you know, to, you know, Fox News or something to talk. Certainly not the other stations. But uh, yeah, people can find me. DonaldJeffries.media is my website. Uh, same bat channel here every Friday. I protest five to seven. I know yesterday, I, you know, I got, uh, Angry Tiger was real angry. Other people too about me having Peter Navarro on. Uh, you know, that I wouldn't grill him. But You know, they has to be on the show. And he's a big name and whatever, man. You know, he's, I will say about Peter Navarro, he's one of the very few appointees that Trump made that was good because he really did want to, you know, overthrow NAFTA and bring uh, industry back. And he tried to do it. So, uh, you know, you still trust Trump? I don't know. Why, but the, I, the chat room was uh, later. They, you know, forgave me, I think. But uh, they were, they were, um, it was a rough house. I'll tell you that for a while, you know. <laughs> I see Jennifer Whitehouse is in there. She was rough on me too. So, uh, anyhow, so the Donald Jeffries, that media, uh, same thing here. And, uh, I, I look forward to free FM and I hope free FM gets here and r- up and running before world war three gets here. So we can beat that to the punch. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to that. And my books obviously are out there. My, uh, six books are, uh, I got the seventh one, in the, two, actually I have two in the hopper now that, uh, are very close to, uh, being done I'll, I'll be alerting you guys that you can find and of course substack substack.com that's where i'm writing all the time because the, the level playing field doesn't exist on social media i'm shadow banned on twitter now along with facebook so uh you got to go to substack to uh support me there and you'll uh, that's where i usually share things now because i know they can't shadow ban it there
1: fantastic fantastic uh any word is in the chat what's up any word it says he likes my map um I'm, I'm going to upgrade that map fairly soon wayne mccroy went live yesterday on freeworld.fm no one could hear it uh because we were just testing it's a soft launch but he did it and it sounded fantastic thank you wayne mccroy for for helping us out there uh and uh free world is coming soon man and you're gonna want to tune in we're gonna open up on a friday we're not sure yet there's a there's a we, we i need to talk about it with tone but um but uh, on a Friday, we're going to open up because that's that's going to be everyone. All the heavy hitters, well, most of them, will be on on Friday. So you're going to want to listen to freeworld.fm on Fridays. It's going to be an experience uh, nonetheless, Lord willing. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, The theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com, and right here on americaunplugged.com every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern. You know the deal, ladies and gents. And uh, don't don't worry about Peter Navarro, done. Throw him my way. I'll take care of it. I'll be <laughs> yeah, the bad okay. guy. Angry okay. Tiger, you could be in the chat when I'm doing it. I'll chop him <laughs> up eight times to fucking Sunday and not apply, not, not apologize for it. He'll, he, I'll tell you this. It'll be a 15-minute interview because he will hang up on me. Yes. Yeah. But I will push and push and push and push until he does. First off, I would have played a video of of, of, uh, of Roger Stone saying some nonsense. <laughs> and then I'd have played a video of 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 uh, of a Michael Flynn, who he called a nice guy, saying some nonsense. And then I would have asked him about the CMP, and then I would have got hung up on immediately. That <laughs> would have been the interview. So come, yeah. come, well, come our, buddy, our, here buddy, our buddy
2: John Brissom was in the chat. He was, he was prompting me. I think he, he, he finally just left. <laughs> you know, he's Mr. CMP there. So. Oh, thanks, Sam's Body Tree. He says he always enjoys my
1: articles. Thank you. Oh, well, Don Don, uh, always produces uh, excellent content. All right, man. We are getting up out of here a little bit earlier today. My nose is really acting up, okay? Uh, And my chest hurts, so I got to get up out of here. But but, uh, other than that, fantastic. Mr. Tony Arterburn, play us out, man. You got it.